Welcome to the Successful Contractor, powered by CertainPath, a show for residential contractors about residential contractors. We chronicle business journeys, share insights, and celebrate successes in this wonderful industry. I'm your host, Bob Houchin. For more information on how CertainPath can put your contracting company on a certain path to success, visit our website, www.mycertainpath.com. I hope you enjoyed today's show and take away another or two. Joe, thank you so much for being here with me today. I greatly appreciate your time. Uh, for those who haven't had a pleasure of meeting you at an expo or a training or something, be share with everyone your name, your company name, where you guys are located. Yeah, so my name is Joe Martell. I'm with Advanced AC and Heat out of Cedar Park, Texas. Uh, we're up northwest Austin, and uh, we specialize in HVAC. Very good. We're talking for a great reason. It's been a very good year. This is your time to brag a little bit for, after all the hard work you've put in. You guys have hit uh, what, what What? in terms of revenue? So uh, we've hit uh, $2 million, Yeah. Uh, as of last week. Uh, which last is, year you did what? $1.6 I So yeah. Yeah. We've passed that. Okay. Yeah. And you're hoping to hit what by the end of this year? What do you think? Well, we were originally hoping for 2.2. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's any stretch of the imagination at this point that we could probably shoot for 2.4 to 2.5. That's so neat. Yeah. And and it, it only matters if you're hitting the margins. And uh, your coach told me you're in the double-digit realm, so... You, you, you don't have to share if you don't want to, but I think that's fantastic. Yeah, no. Um, so last year, we finished out in the single digits. I think we finished out around eight. Uh, we're currently at 13. That's great. Um, which is really great yeah. uh, because we had a super rough first quarter. Right. Uh, between um, a little uh, HR uh, uh, incident between two employees. Uh, Fun of worked out as a best. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm glad we did our investigating there. Yeah. Um, but we also spent a lot of money um, kind of rebranding. Okay. Um, we kind of had like some cool, simple lettering and stuff. Um, and we put about a little over $50,000 uh, right. into kind of rebranding. Uh, we've got a uh, cute little armadillo now. <laughs> you know, we're, we're trying to grab the family, yeah, you know, and I see what, you know, certain path is doing. Um, with things like kangaroo and koala air, stuff like that. And I was like, you know, I like those little characters and yeah. stuff, you know, to kind of get, uh, you know, kind of get mama to call in, yeah, you know, sure. kind of get the kids excited and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, and, uh, coincidentally enough, our coach is Chris Vance. Yeah. Um, and the marketing team without knowing his name, they were like, you know, we want to call him Vance. Yeah. <laughs> So, Armadillos, man. Yeah. So it's, it's Chris's namesake as we joke about in our <laughs> meetings and stuff. Um, but it took a lot. I mean, we had to knock out all the dents on those vans and sure. stuff and then get that wrap. Well, I mean, after first quarter, uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but, you know, I want to say it is like we only ended up with $1,500 in profit for the whole, whole first quarter. Right. Yeah. You're selling a lot of money into the business. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it was just like, you know, it's like we lost an engine on the plane and we're just spiraling out of control. It's like, yeah. when is this going to end? You know, and in Texas, we're, we're you know, begging for the heat in the first part of the summer, you know, so you yeah. can get it kicked off. And it was beautiful outside. Yeah. You know, it was like 80 degrees. Nobody's calling in. Um, and we're trying to get the PMs going. Sure. You know, um, and fast forward to now, we're hovering around 125 to 13%. Great. So making up for that, yeah, it's great. Yeah. You and, know? Yeah. And, and it wrap, those wraps are so important. I mean, it's step one to building a brand. So, I mean, it, 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 
it's it's hard to write that check, I'm sure, but it's so important. You know? It is. It really is. Uh, so one of the things about that is, is we actually had a customer recently um, in our advertising, uh, our phone number kind of was moving maybe a little too quick okay. on uh, on our advertising through YouTube. Okay. We actually had a customer that Googled Armadillo Air. <laughs> and and that's how they found us. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually great. Yeah. You know? And I think uh, Chris was telling us about a, a member who's not even posting anything but their little character. Yeah. No phone number, no business, and they're getting people to, to do that. And I was yeah. like, that really just happened to us. That's neat. That's so. Well, we'll dig more in, in the operations and everything. Um, I do want to give this a chance for so people they hear what you're doing in terms of revenue. Let's talk about the team so they understand the scope of your operation. Mm-hmm. Um, who do they? Who you're in the office, right, full time? And who who else is in the office answering phones? Are you out selling too? I'm not out selling. Okay. Uh, so we we have a great uh, salesperson, Charles. Okay. Um, he has done really well. Uh, hired him. He's almost on his second year now. Great. Knew nothing. Came from the oil field. Oh wow. Okay. Four. Uh, three out of our four guys don't have any HVAC experience. Okay. Yeah. Uh, prior experience. And so, um, he has just been killing it. He's been doing great. That's great. And I attribute a lot of that to two things. Um, that's our five option sheet. You know, from certain path. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the certain path sales class. It. it really changed my life, you know, from a sales perspective and his too. I mean, yeah. He's just, he's crushing it. That's he's great. He's doing great. That's great. Um, so uh, we have him. Uh-huh. And then um, we have two techs currently running. Uh, the third one is recovering from a knee injury. So I'm yep. going to get him in uh, to play here in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, in the office, we have two CSRs. And since we're smaller, you know, a lot of these people are handling maybe a couple of extra little sure. roles and stuff, but we've got great culture right now where everybody's really meshing um, and working together. That's that's great. So Tiffany kind of handles uh, the calls up front. Uh, she's doing a really good job at that. Uh, she's responding to Yelp, uh, customers messaging in there, doing permits and doing our install tracker. Yeah. Uh, Paige is helping out with uh, Service Titan. Okay. Um, we are really trying to get into our KPIs. Yeah. Um, we haven't been doing that before. Sure. Uh, you know, I, I hate to say that. Oh, you're, but, I mean, you're growing. I mean, it's, yeah, it's we're growing. Yeah. And as we grow, especially with the massive growth that we've seen, I mean, we've had two months where we're over 160% growth. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so it's just been like, all hands on deck. Sure. Like <laughs> everybody stopped choking each other. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so she's been doing a really good job at making sure we're getting those numbers, you know, yeah. making sure that we're uh staying paid on jobs and things like that. Yeah. She's been really great. She's very detail oriented. Um, and then my wife is helping out part time. Yeah. So since our little HR thing, yeah, we did have a third person in the office um, that that was let go, and my wife has done a really good job at stepping up. Yeah, um, she's awesome because not only is she a mother to two children, helping out with them, sure, uh, but she also has a job uh, where she does um, like troubleshooting for software stuff. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah, a busy family. Yes, we are very busy. <laughs> How old are the kids? Uh, so I've got a one year old and a three year old, both girls. Yes, both girls. <laughs> Well, so we uh, we definitely have our hands full. Yeah, 
Um, it, it's definitely a little chaotic at, sure. at times running the business, um, constantly answering the phone and stuff like that. Uh, but it's gotten a lot better. I mean, like I said before, our culture is really great. Um, you know, this is our first time to take a trip, you know, in the seven years that we've been in business. Yeah. And we attribute that to, uh, really getting serious with certain path. Yeah. Um, there's a great little org chart, uh, that we've been looking at and how to structure this. Yeah. And that's really helped in, in giving uh, the people tools to hopefully make those decisions, you know, and, and feel good about the decisions that they're making. Yeah. But we still have a long way to go sure. as far as that's concerned. But it's funny. It um, good. When I, you know, it's gotten this long time ago, you hear about an org chart, you know, like uh, an org chart at like, like some board meeting. Yeah. It's like, well, okay, great. Check that box. But really it's a roadmap. It gives you hope. It gives you, you can see where, what departments need addressing, where you need people. Like, oh boy, that person's in three different boxes. We need to get them out of a one box. Exactly. Crazy. So it's a huge tool. I mean, it's great that you you recognize that now. That'll help you now. Yeah. Yeah, now. Well, that's all right. That's I all mean, right. I think I've been a member now for like four or five years. Yeah. And we've only really utilized certain path within the last maybe six or six to eight months. Support for this podcast comes from Dynamic Air Quality Solutions. Since 1982, Dynamic has been the leader in designing, manufacturing, and distributing IAQ products to the commercial and residential markets through authorized HVAC contractors. Certain PATH members receive the exclusive value of the Clean Air Defense System private label to drive your brand in the market you serve. Our commitment starts with support. We provide you with world-class industry-leading technical and communication training, face-to-face -face and online. Become a Clean Air Defense System indoor air quality partner and dominate your market. Visit worldclassiaq.com for more information. I want to know how you got into HVAC. What, what was your journey into the trade? Um, so I, I'm the black sheep of the family. <laughs> you really think literally everybody in my family, including my wife, has a college degree. Yeah. And I don't. Uh, I was kind of the rambunctious child. Uh -huh. And um, I was living in East Texas in Tyler. And I had met uh, a girl that was from, Con or she was uh, from Canada playing soccer uh, in Conway, Arkansas. Okay. Like central Arkansas. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, you know, I'm I'm really not lighting the world on fire here. I'm I'm just gonna follow this girl to Arkansas. Yeah, and it was just kind of going around to different businesses, filling out apps, and I walked into a business called uh, Free Alden Hoven, uh, heating and cooling. That's long name, that's a mouthful. Uh, yeah, but they do. They, they're an awesome company out yeah. there. Uh, very large for the area, at least at that time. I'm sure they still are. And uh, I remember going to turn in an app. You know how we are in the trades. Like, nobody comes in, right. you know, to turn in an app, yeah. you know. And uh, the lady just looked at me with big bug eyes. She's like, you're here to fill out an application? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you, you know, and this is, what, 12 years ago or yeah. something. And uh, I think I was looking for, like, 12 bucks an hour or something. Sure. And she was like, just just wait right there. Just wait right there. She oh, runs back there. Away. Gets the general manager, Jay. He comes up. He's like, you're looking for a job? And I was like, I oh, speak spots. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's still true today, right? Um, and uh, so, yeah, I got a job. And, you know, I was like, hey, I can move up here the next two weeks. And that's how it started. I was yeah. doing installs there. Is that right? And uh, 
it obviously didn't work out with that girl. Sure. And uh, my dad and family have been friends uh, with a family that owns an air serve in Tyler. So I moved back home, you know, started working for them, learned a lot from those guys. Yeah. Because they, they did a little bit of everything. Yeah. I mean, we would work on a chiller in the morning, go do a maintenance on a house, and then replace an evaporator coil. Yeah. And um, so that's where I got a lot of service knowledge from. And so, yeah. Okay. And then what made you finally go, I'm going to do this on my own? Um, I, I kind of got ran into the ground, uh, with a company. Um, one week I was, I worked 91 hours. Uh, there was a guy that was in his mid fifties that got congratulated by the manager for working 93. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they, that's a state. And he wasn't even on call. Oh, wow. They just kept booking us and booking us. And, uh, I was... I fell asleep at a stoplight one night. Wow. Um, I wasn't on call. It was it was close to midnight. Yeah. I fell asleep at the stoplight. I don't know how long I was out for. Yeah. And I came to, woke back up, and um, my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, I mean, we had moved to Austin. Yeah. You know, we'd gone all in to move to Austin. And, you know, we were kind of on the fritz at the time. You know, I was never home. I was constantly working. I wasn't fun to be around because I was all frazzled. Yeah. And I was like, man, something's got to change. This isn't sustainable. This is not what I want, you know, moving forward. Right. You know, and I was like, I'm going to open up a business. Yeah. Right. You know, the the classic, uh, you know, like the E-Myth Revisited book, you know, I'm just going to go open up a business because um, something had to change. And that was, that was my calling i guess here or whatever it's like it's time to to do something now right what what year was that when you did that and that was about seven years ago years yeah ago. okay maybe maybe seven and a half yeah uh because i actually went back to tyler to work for a little bit to okay. get some money going yeah because i was like i just can't do this anymore yeah. sure um so yeah that was kind of like that i guess aha moment right yeah so and you're new to austin right Oh, yeah. So you're knocking on doors because you don't really know anybody to start asking if you need me to. Oh, I was like camping out on Nextdoor app. You know, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, you, you, you have a, you know, I was yeah. like, I'll come over and I'll diagnose it for free. It was one of them. <laughs> I did. I really, I was like, I was begging. I was like, I yeah. couldn't get signed up with any home warranty companies. Right. Um, and which, you know, it was okay to get a business started. I wouldn't recommend it long term. Just anything to. To just get the phone ringing, sure. um, I had gotten on Word. Um, I believe my wife had helped me, like, come up with the benefits of our maintenance plan. You know? Yeah. Oh, and I was, like, knocking on doors, and uh, finally a break came through the next door app. Okay. Um, where I was just, like, camping out on there just trying to see some somebody that needed service. Right. Right. Um, but it still wasn't working. I didn't know what to do. And uh, I'd actually run a call for one of these home warranty companies that I finally got on board with. And uh, I remember this lady like running across the street. She's like, hey, hey, you know, she was in a B&I group and they were looking for an air conditioning guy. Oh, okay. And so like, and I still talk to, to Aaron to this day. She is so nice. And uh, I just remember running over she, and, and she was like, hey, would you like to join a B&I group? I don't even know what that is. Sure. And, um, you know, at the time I, I had this van I had to pay for and I, I, you know, I was like, I had borrowed like $8,000 from my dad and I was quickly burning through that. Right. 
And so I went to this thing and I was like, okay, this might be a chance. And I remember swiping my credit card for, I, I didn't have any more money at the time and I put it on the card. Yeah. And I remember just being so defeated, like I think I'd made the wrong decision, right? And then so that helped propel me. And I think that's that's a good little avenue for people, you know, who are getting started out. Yeah. Um, might be good for, you know, slightly larger companies where they can send a salesman. But sure. that's really where the break came. Yeah. And that was that was several months after I'd started the company. I just yeah. wasn't getting any traction because I didn't know anybody. But it started giving you a few leads more and more. And yes. you were able to generate some revenue. So yeah. better. Yeah. And and I think before I got on a certain path, it was always about the customer, you yeah. know, making sure that we were wearing shoe covers, we were respecting them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd just come from that background and other companies that I'd worked for. Right. Receiving that training. Right. You know, and sticking to that. Um, but I felt like if I could do right and stay behind my work, yeah, know, that would help propel me. It does. It, you know? it may pays off in the long run. And it, yeah. It's hard. It definitely, it yeah. definitely does. It definitely yeah. does. Um, I think one regret that I do have is, is, you know, feeling so desperate to get that work and just like, oh, here's a price. Discounting yeah. yourself. Yeah. And discounting myself. Yeah. And um, not not realizing that, yeah, I could have been charging a better price, you know, and I'm, I'm still there at this day. I mean, we're going to go rework the price book, gotcha. you know, whenever, whenever we get back after running some more numbers, Yeah, you know, but seeing it now and how crucial it is, I feel like it's more crucial in the beginning, mm -hmm. you know, to set that precedence with certain customers, uh, but also give you that access to more capital, yeah, you know, how to grow the company. Yeah. I mean, the sooner you get, I mean, it's step one. You got to get the pricing right because if not, you're going to get customers that are used to being cheap Charlie and all of a sudden, wait a minute, what's going on? And then you've got to real. anyway, so you're, it's good to do, you're doing this stuff now. Um, what was the, the reason to, to join us at the time? Because, mm -hmm. you know, you're running hard, you're getting more opportunities. Yeah. So you're probably only, what, 18 months in business then? When we, when you, yeah, I think, I think we made it to the two year, two year mark, but either way, you're it really was, the journey. Yeah. So, um, coincidentally enough, it was because of Jimmy Dale. Oh, okay. yeah. So I have, I have a, I have a great friend, still, uh, great friends to this day. Wish we could spend more time together. I'm hoping we will. As yeah. Business grows. Um, I was just bouncing around jobs, just constantly bouncing around jobs. I remember a buddy of mine, we were taking bets whenever he went to go join this company called Baker Brothers. Uh, we took bets on how fast he was going to quit. <laughs> I mean, he was just bouncing around. Yeah. And I, I just didn't, I, I don't think that he really found his, you know, his calling or whatever. Sure. So Jimmy takes him on and and uh, I think he worked there probably six months or a year as a, like an installer. Yeah. I'm like, okay, he's making us an installer. And then they moved him over to technician and he, and he really started excelling in sales. Yeah. And so they moved him over to the sales side. He did 5 million in sales last year. That's awesome. You know? Yeah. And so at that time I was like, wow, this is really amazing. Yeah. You know? And even then he was like, he, he would catch a bullet for Jimmy. I still joke yeah. about that to this day. Yeah. And I was like, I want that. Yeah. I want I don't want my employees falling asleep at a stoplight. You yeah. know, I want, you know, to 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 try and do something good. Um, but seeing the structure that they were giving him, the tools that they were giving him, yeah. 
and sending them to like train boot camp and stuff like that at sure. the time and and probably certain past stuff yeah um and i was like i want that yeah. you know i want that i want I want everything, mm -hmm. you know, that, that Jimmy's doing. And so that's why I joined. So you reached out to us or did someone reach out to you and you connected the dot? Uh, I think, um, I think I had mentioned it at standard supply. Okay. And then y'all were having a profit day in okay. Dallas at a standard supply. Okay. And, um, I remember going to that thing and I'm like, yes, I'm going to go. And I, yeah. And I remember Patrick up there and he's talking, he's running through his, you know, his spiel and I was sure. like, you know, I don't know. This kind of sounds like, I don't know. I'm yeah. not sure anymore. You know, it's like, and I remember like everybody had left the room and Patrick sat, sat down with me and I was like, man, I gotta tell you, I don't, I don't know. It seems like, I don't know. I kind of got like a timeshare by me. He's like, no, it's just my normal spiel. <laughs> and, and I was like, I really want to join. He's like, look, I'll just shoot you straight. Like, why don't you join and, and see where it goes? Like, you know, you've told me about your buddy mad and you know what Jimmy's done for him and I was like yeah I'm gonna take a leap of faith you know once again kind of like the credit card at BNI I'm, I'm gonna take a leap of faith and I was like you know if I felt like at the time this might be a lot of money you yeah. know and it was for me at the time but sure. I was like something's got to be there you know they don't have people with great success stories you know like Jimmy and Gus and stuff like that yeah there's got to be something there sure I mean they took my buddy Matt and you know <laughs> Yeah, now he's, he's like, I know what salespeople make. It's, he's making a nice chunk off that. Oh, yes. Yeah. He's yeah. doing very nice. And yeah. uh, he's doing awesome. And, you know, I, uh, whenever I, uh, I've been up there twice, two or three times now to Baker Brothers. Yeah. And it's like, great. It's like unbelievable. It's you know, culture size. Yes. Yeah. Everyone's awesome up there. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So you sign up, you go to Executive Perspective. Yeah. So I go there. Um, and it was like information overload, sure. you know, and I, I think I want to do that again, yeah. you know, just to kind of get a refresher. Um, I believe that there was somebody in there that, that was already a business owner, uh, with certain path for already a yeah. couple of years and he was retaking it. Oh yeah. We get a, a lot of members that do that. Yeah. It's an information. Well, so, there's some that go once a year. It's just like a really, yeah, they do. They just find there's always one thing, maybe a different speaker that says something differently. Oh, I know. It's like most most of the books that I read are like three or four times in. Yeah, I think I've I've read the E Myth like five times. Sure. Now. Yeah, I'm like yeah, especially the one with uh kid good Ken Goodrich. Oh yeah, the HVAC edition. Oh yeah, I'm like I'm in this organization for a long time. How did I miss that little nugget? Yeah, right. And it's like I I love that. So I think there's probably something that we'll do. Yeah. Um, and I think there's you know something that Gus was saying last night at Expo is uh. You know, wanting to constantly learn. Um, I think that was something that I was guilty of not doing. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, well, I'm just going to join and something's magically going to happen, right? Yeah. It's going to be like some Disney movie, some, <laughs> you know, Barry Wan. <laughs> and like, on you? Yeah. You know, there we go. We've you. got, yeah, or a poo for $10 million, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so, so you go back home and right, like there's a lot of information. I understand. Mm -hmm. And then you're a small company and all of a sudden I'm sure you get inundated with, oh my gosh, we got to go to this call and I need to find another technician and I need to find it. Like all the the responsibilities of a business owner kind of get heat back on your shoulders, right? And you kind of, mm -hmm. it sounds like you kind of lost that vision of what you could do with certain path. I think general vision, mm -hmm. um, you know, it was like, 
there's there's just things that I'm going to do, like join certain path and something's magically going to happen, or it's I'm going to do great work and and really do good work for the customers and something's magically going to happen. Right. You know, is kind of that easy way out. Sure. You know, and you know we were talking about the the Dunning Kruger, uh, you know, graph earlier or perspective there, and it was like, you know, something's just magically going to happen. Yeah. Right. And then so like, as it progressed. Um, it was like, well, how come we have like these other certain members that are, that are doing well yeah. and, and really good actually. And here we are with the same tenure and, and we've got everything kind of, sort of, it's like, we're not following the processes, you know? And that's kind of been, like I was saying earlier, um, a realization that I had with a, co- a conversation that I had, uh, with Chris Vance, yeah. maybe like eight months ago. Yeah. You know, and I, I hadn't been using the hub, um, wasn't looking at my org chart, you know, <laughs> uh, things like that. I, yeah. I wasn't following the processes. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was just kind of willy nilly. And, uh, you know, I remember calling him, scheduling a, a call and, uh, you know, I was like, Hey, you know, I want to, you know, I want to talk. And, you know, the intention of the conversation was, is I was going to quit certain. Yeah. And. I remember Chris being like, yeah, I thought it was, I, I knew something was up, I believe is what he said, yeah. whenever you scheduled a call. Yeah. And I, I I was probably right in the middle or finishing up the dichotomy of leadership with Jocko mm-hmm. um, and um, extreme ownership yep. maybe is, is the other one that I was in right about that time or I just finished extreme ownership. And I was like, you know, it's me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got all these tools at my disposal, um, you know, with certain path and I'm just not even using it. Yeah. I think my password had expired on the hub. Yeah. You know, and I remember just sitting in silence for like five seconds. And I think Chris even asked me if I was still on the line. I was like, you know, it's me. And I don't think there was much other conversation after that. It's like, I really don't have anything. I got to get to work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so... By utilizing those things um, and, and utilizing those tools, we've really turned things around. I mean, yeah. like we said before, 1.66 last year, single digit net. Uh, this year, I think last week we hit 2 million. Yeah. Uh, we're right around 125 to 13%, which I do want to improve. Sure. But now that I'm utilizing these things and restructuring like how our QuickBooks look, looking at it, at, at, percentages and things like that. Support for this podcast comes from Synchrony. Ever wonder how to calculate your true cost of financing and how to fit the price of financing into your business and pricing for products and services? In Synchrony's new and improved toolbox website, you can easily calculate your cost of credit, view educational videos, and learn more about Synchrony's digital tools. Simply go to toolbox.syf.com to explore and learn more. So I think this will be valuable for, for newer members or members that are getting re-engaged. What, or, you know, you had a lot of headwinds with uh, like so the HR stuff <laughs> that you were investing in your business with the marketing, which is critical to do if you, you know, when you have the cash there, even though it's hard to write those checks. What were some of the other core changes that you, you've made over the last six to eight months that propelled you guys forward? Was it, was it going to training then? Was that new that you finally went to training? I think, you know, the training, like I said, uh, the sales training, 
um, with with Esty uh, is just top notch. I mean, that was really a good turning point for us on the sales side. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just being more engaged on the training as a whole. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I can't remember the name of the the software program that we have. Uh, oh, the service the, line or sir, what do you the uh, the uh, training program uh, that's a part of all uh, oh, certain uh, interplay. Yes. Yeah. Interplay. Yeah. That's been, you know, really great for the guys. Oh, great. Yeah. We're really enjoying that. Really investing in the training, um, I think has really helped. And yeah. seeing, you know, getting the guys involved uh, and girls involved with kind of how that looks as far as pricing and technical has has really helped us. That's great. Too. What are, what are some other things you've been working on hard these last six, eight months? Really, really, uh, you know, um, Kind of like what our what our gross is looking like, mm-hmm. our gross margins are looking that's like. Great. I think that's really been a, a good focus for us. Mm-hmm. Um, using the pricing matrix uh, has really been helpful. Yeah, very eye opening. There, I think that's an awesome tool that y'all offer. Yeah, uh, that I've used for a while. Um, you know, I think the only thing I've been guilty of, I'm like, I don't know if we can charge that. Yeah. <laughs> So now it's like, oh no, we're gonna charge that. Yeah, we got to look at our, you yeah. know, our percentages here. Right. Um, so that was definitely something, um, you know, as far as like simple tools that 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 certain path offers, and mm-hmm. we're really trying to utilize is really just um, getting down to looking at some of those percentages. But but like Jimmy and Gus were talking about last night, it's like not getting too off into the weeds, right? Right. You know, right. Like super big. You know, yeah. spreadsheet is just like, let's focus on, yeah. you know, some simple stuff. Well, you've got a lot of leading to do. I mean, you are, uh, you're driving a small business and everyone's getting them on board, getting rallied, getting fired up, right? You don't have time to sit and crunch, you know, numbers in Excel for, for 10 hours a day. So do you think it's just you, you being re-energized has made a big difference? It seems like maybe this has been, you know, you just caught a second wind and, and your, your team is feeding off that? Um. It's, it's really been about, like Gus was saying last night, the why, mm-hmm. why am I doing this? Right. Um, it's been in the past kind of aimless, yeah. um, lacking purpose and, you know, the goal was just grow. Right. Right. And, and that's just such an empty goal. Yeah. I feel like, at least for me, yeah. it's like, let's grow. Okay. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. And. You know, now it's like, let's get let's get back to what we originally were doing here. You know, we're we're trying to um, better my life, my family's life, the employees' life, our customers' life. Yeah. Um, let's make that happen, and let's grow. You know, to where that that is better for everybody. Yeah. You know, and we can provide servicing. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's having purpose that's really helped. Yeah. And. And just a silly, silly little phone call to Chris. Yeah, you know, to call and cancel. It was like, wait, it's me. Right. I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm just going about this aimlessly and not really having a goal that fits. Right. You know, my wants, needs, and desires. Yeah. And that's what's kind of really helped me. Sure. Um, although it's been a rough summer, you know, with all the business. Yeah. Know, in a good way. But I think that's. I think it's purpose. That's great. That's kind of. You know, finding what that what that is. I think if I'm not mistaken, Chris said you guys talk regularly now, right? Yes, I was actually talking to uh, two guys last night 
uh, that, that own a company, uh, up in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is me like a year or two ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, Cause they were like, well, we're not scheduling calls and we're frustrated and this and that. And I was like, call your coach, see if you can get on every other, cause I'm, I talk to Chris every other week, Thursday at nine o'clock. Okay. I don't care if there's a meteor coming down. <laughs> tell it, tell it, it can wait. Yeah. You know? Right. It, but that's where I'm at now. Because I, I used to be like, oh, I can't take the phone call. Chris knows. And then, and now I'm, I'm like, man, I, I feel like, what was that? I was wasting his time too. Yeah. Hey, I can't take the call, you know? And now I'm trying to make sure that that's blocked out. Right. Good for you. Um, that, that 9 to 10 uh, window yeah. every other Thursday morning. And that's been absolutely instrumental. So Boy. I can... I can talk to him and try to get the work through some of these things where, what do I need to look at? This is the issue that I'm dealing with. How do I deal with it? Yeah. And I just try to be purposeful, right. You know, with that, because I'm, I'm, you know, sometimes having a list or yeah. sometimes having my books ready for them. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's been one of the, definitely one of the most helpful things is having, you know, a, a close call relationship, uh, you know, uh, thing there with Chris. Yeah. I'm sure there's some accountability too, right? Yes. Because yes. I'm sure you don't leave those phone calls without action steps. He's like, I need you to work on this. Or or maybe you tell him, I know I need to, but then you're like, uh, you, know, I, you don't want to call him in two weeks ago. I didn't do anything with that. Right. And I, I, and that's where it was. Yeah. That's where it was. And I've tried to, once again, be more purposeful and and stop saying that. Yeah. Right. And sure. stop being like, well, I should have done that. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. Not, I mean, yeah. And yeah. and that's been that's been another big change for me. Yeah. Um. You know, as far as ex- you know, the extreme ownership book that yeah. I was talking about, I was like, okay, I've got to stop making these excuses. That's what you know is going to help you know propel me. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to I'm going to go. Yeah. It doesn't happen every time. Yeah. But you know, I'm I'm. I love that he keeps me accountable. Yeah, that's you know it's been great. What are what are a couple of things you're working on now that you know you need to do in the business? Books, books, yeah, and and trying to get that um, structured. How certain path wants that structured? Yeah, makes yeah. um, it easier when they know exactly what they're looking at. Right. So it's like cogs are high. Okay, why are cogs high? Yeah, because um, cogs are high. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and so. Where is it coming from? Is it the service? Is it the installation? Right. You know, is it something, you know, it, where is it? Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, we weren't, we weren't doing that up until recently. And I'm like, um, we got a new CPA who is really on board. He's like, send me some of this stuff. Yeah. Let me see what certain path that's doing and we'll get that structured for you. That's great. That's great. I'm like, yes. Yeah, that will really help things a lot. Yeah, because the the last CPA really wasn't on, you know, just your traditional, this is the way we've always done it, yeah. you know, to, yeah, let me see that. Let me let me structure this. Yeah. And it's worth every penny. Right, because you're trying to follow a model. The best way to follow a model is to follow a model. Correct. Right, yeah, yeah, Correct. yeah. What are some other things that you're working on right now? Because I know there's got to be a bunch. Yeah, there's, I think, I think for us is trying to come up not only with KPIs, but also a, a good protocols mm-hmm. uh, that that you know we can follow on install. Uh, yeah, mainly uh, we we started a, an install team this year. Oh, okay, you did finally launch the install team. Yes, good. Yes, uh, there was a benchmark that we were looking for. Right, 
you know, as far as that's concerned, once we hit that benchmark, um, uh, really looking for about like, you know, that 1.5 or yeah. whatever. And so since we hit that, you know, I was, uh, I was listening to Roger from break Baker. Brothers yeah. Good. I want you to bring that up. Yeah. 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 That conversation. Yeah. It's good for smaller. Yeah. I do also want to add that like, that's, that's really a, a big part of the beauty of certain path is being able to converse with some of these bigger owners or managers. Yeah. Um, I remember talking to Roger one day at Baker Brothers. and Who's, he runs our HVAC department. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. runs Just the HVAC. Yeah. yeah, sorry about no, that. No, that's uh, Runs the HVAC department. And um, I think we we're uh, right around like 800,000 gross. Yeah. I was like, man, I really want to add like an install team or whatever. He's like, okay, well, where where's your, you know, where's your gross at? I'm like, yeah, like 800,000. We're doing pretty decent. He's like, don't think about it. Yeah. He's like, don't do it. Yeah. And I was like, wait, wait, what? I'm like, I want to have like an install crew instead of the sub crew. He's like, man, it'll tank you. Yeah. He's like, you got to get over a million at the time. Yeah. And so I adjusted for inflation after a, a year or two. Yeah. And uh, so once we hit that mark, I mean, he couldn't have been more right. Right. You know, because we were at like, you know, 1.66 and we finished out, you know, in December, hired that crew on, I think in like February. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, between that. You know, the, the little HR thing that we had going on. Yeah. Advertising. You're, oh, oh, yeah. It was like, oh, yeah. It was a <laughs> lot. I mean, like I said, the first quarter we finished out at only $1,500 worth of profit. Yeah. So it was scary. But he couldn't have been more right. And that's what I love also about Certain Path is being able to have access to that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Having access to people that already have been there. Hey, hey, hey. You don't want to do that. Maybe try this. Right. Yeah. You know, that's good to have you a sounding board. You're not just trying to yeah. experiment. Right. <laughs> right. You don't wake up and go, oh, well, that's what tanked me. Yeah. It was the install crews. Um, you said earlier on, you've got all these newer people that are newer to the, to the trade, right? You know, um, how, you know, how did you find these people? You know, what attracted them to HVAC? Did you sell an opportunity? Like, hey, this is where we're going? Or I would say one of the most important things that we did was go brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles, our, stellar uh sales guy yeah um he lives in cedar park you know where our business is and he happened to be passing by he's like trying to look for hvac jobs it was slow at the time and so he comes from the industry no he was from the oil field oh that's right he's like oh i want something but he wants something i want to be home every night right so um you know he saw us yeah he saw our site um clayton that we just hired um, I think he was he was buying and selling homes for one of these big guys like BlackRock or Vanguard. Yeah. He was like, ah, just I need something different. Yeah, and uh, I think he saw an ad on Indeed and then started looking at us. And he's like, man, I saw y'all had this big, nice, you know, suite. Yeah, um, and things, and I was really impressed by the reviews. Okay, yes, yeah. Um, and then uh, Cole has definitely been in the industry. Mm-hmm. He came from Las Vegas. The okay. way he found us was reviews. He's like, I wanted to go work for a company. I never thought, always thought about reviews being um, a customer acquisition, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for us, it's been employee acquisition yep. too. Yeah. Um, because that's how Cole found us. He's like, I interviewed with, y'all were one of three people, I believe is what he said. I really like the reviews and I like the responses. Yeah. He's like, y'all, y'all had some. That's a good nugget. Yeah. yeah, Pretty decent responses. And I was like, man, I just never really thought about it like that way. Are you using Pulse M? 
Um, or you just no, we're just asking. Service Titan. Okay, Service, Service Titan, Titan has yeah. a deal. Um, yeah, we we were using Pulsim. We just integrated. Sure. Pulsim is great. Um, it really bolstered our reviews. Yeah. Um, you know, having those programs, uh, we were asking people, you know, for reviews. Hey, yeah. if you had a oh, great experience should. today, you know, there's a polite way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Love to see it. You know, the training. Um, and and that's been great too. Um, Frankie was working at another place. I can't remember if he saw an Indeed ad or something, and we hired him on. He yeah. was uh. He, he was a very fresh installer from New York, so he didn't really have much experience. Yeah. So I do count him as somebody that did not really have yeah. experience before. Right. Um, it was a very short deal there. So, yeah, we've definitely taken on three out of four people that, sure. that didn't have prior experience because, as we know, the industry doesn't have a lot of people. Yeah. You know, come, and there's some, you know, there's some growing pains there. Absolutely. You know, as far as taking phone calls, but, you know, they're malleable and that's what counts. Yeah. Well, yeah, what's been the onboarding with, like, have you, have you, were they riding with you or riding with some of the other tech? So that's the problem, right? It's like, we're not doing a whole lot of ride-alongs, you know, me personally. It's hard to. It's hard. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the thing with Charles is, is like, you know, we're, we're getting guys with him trying to, trying to get them to ride around Cole. He's our more technical guy. Yeah. You know, getting getting those ride alongs to happen. I think ride alongs are definitely important. Sure. Um, but I think we that's probably one area we need to probably improve is that yeah. onboarding process yeah. as we grow. Um, which I would like to get more involved. You're in. you're the infancy stage still of really taking off. So right. It's a good tool though. That, right. And once you get onboarding down, I mean you, you you'll see some some definite improvement. Um, what do you, are you, are you guys just training much in, in, in the shop right now? Or are you doing anything regularly or is it just, you're constantly talking to each other and coaching? We're through. still going pretty steady right now. Uh, but we actually built a demo unit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Great. So, um, uh, we built like this little rolly platform Yeah, and it's a hybrid heat unit. So, um, we did a propane conversion kit on the furnace and it has a heat pump. Yeah. Uh, zoning is really big in central Texas. So we have a zone board on it. Um, and then we have like a round damper, a square damper. So we're going to go over all of that. I converted it to propane so I could hook up the propane tank to it. Yeah. You know, and we could run the furnace and stuff like that. Sure. So we're definitely going to get into training. Yeah. Um, and we love having them in classes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, whether it's through carrier, certain path. I think those things are important, you know, so then get out there and really converse with the customer and let them know, you know, what those issues are and, and, you know, be able to talk to them about those things. That's great. That's great. Um, let's see, kind of in wrapping up, it's been a heck of a ride for you the last eight, eight or 10 months, really the last five or six years. I mean, you've had a lot of life change and a, a lot of just incredible stuff you're, you're dealing with and here you are, uh, on, you know, brighter side of things you're optimistic i love it right what would you um what would you say to members like the guys you talked to last night that are in that circumstance maybe where, where you were where you're like i just i feel like i'm spinning my wheels but it took them just someone saying something to turn the light on you know someone that might be listening to this going i, I don't know i, I know i'm a part of this group but i'm not seeing it yeah i think i think there's a couple of things um you know first was that phone call to chris yeah. Um, I think it's learning, right? Reading, reading some of those books and saying, you know, finally coming to that aha moment, you know, there will, there will finally come a time, um, if you're lucky, you know, and, and you're willing to, uh, 
be open to those moments. Yeah. I think that's that's important is to stay open to those moments. Right. They're there. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the other day um, I was in Walmart and um, I was rushing around trying to get out here to Temecula and I'm just rushing all the time. And uh, the main reason I went there was to get a stupid wiper, a couple of wiper blades for a box truck. I was like, guys, you got to let me know about these things. Anyway, I'm going through my list, completely forgot about it, wasn't even paying attention. I go to check out, and there's an old crusty wiper blade oh. laying in the cart. And I was yeah. like, it was just my moment, right? Yeah. And I'm thankful that I was open enough to realize, like, hey, I need to slow down and be more purposeful. Yeah. Um, having little things like that. Um, I think it's also good. I, I see um, what a couple of other members are doing in our area. Yeah. Um, you know, I see how the Felders are doing. You know, they had kangaroo. Uh, then they got koala air. Yeah. I look last night or a couple of nights ago, they have plumbing. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. You yeah. Know, they're growing. I see what Salt is doing. Enjoying. They're like a million dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I see what Salt is doing. Yeah, These guys are doing. Oh, they're amazing. I think. Yeah. I think they added plumbing now. Yeah. So I see those kind of things, and I think just being open to, um, you know, things that are happening around you. Yeah. Right. And and realizing that, that maybe it's not working. Right. Yeah. And I think that's where I was at. You know, sure. talking about the Dunning Kruger. You know, kind of yeah. graph there where I was at. Um, I think that's important just yeah. to just to be open. Um, I think one thing is, you know, I I was talking earlier about how I, on that graph I kind of hit that despair. You know, earlier this year. Yeah. And you know, Chris has been there for me, and I'm like, I, I still have like PTSD from first quarter. Yeah, I mean that was some stuff you don't want to, you don't expect to deal with, right? Some right, stuff right. Boys, yeah. And I think it was great having Chris be like, "Don't overcorrect. You're yeah. you're driving the car. You're going to end up in the bar ditch, right? Yeah. You know, stay focused. And I think, I think me being open to that and just saying, okay, and that's what I was talking about Gus's speech last night. Yeah, like, it's going to be okay. Focus on these four simple things, and, and yep. you know, let's let's you know that that's, it's all going to work out kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that's important, you know, something that I've realized very, very recently, like it's going to work out. Yeah. Just stick to the simple things. Yeah. And I, I think that's what I would say is like, be open. Yeah. What do you think of Expo? This is your first Expo. You waited it for a while. It was awesome. Here. Yeah. I was say, tell people you kind of come to Expo. I know it's a, it's an oh, investment of time. You know, even if you're a terrible golfer like me, the course here is amazing. <laughs> I mean, we're in Temecula, California. Um, people will, that are watching, listening, don't know. Yeah, we have an expo in Temecula, but but yeah, that was we had half a day of fun. That's not normal. We don't always do that, but but then in the afternoon, you said you really got some good good messages. Yeah, from that. literally, Gus's whole speech. Uh, you know, seeing those guys up there answering questions, and you know, they're they're running. You know, companies that are over fifty million dollars. Sometimes, uh, in one case, I think over a hundred yeah, million. Over hundred, yeah. And you're like, oh my God, those guys have the same problems I do. Yeah, that's you know, it's like, cool. yeah, and and they're so relatable, yeah. and they're 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 very open, yeah. you know, and and there to help. And I think that's so cool. Yeah, you know, I think that's so cool. Come to, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come to Expo. This is my first one. Yeah, and I, I remember going home last night, up you know, up to the room, and uh, I told my wife, I was like. Just just this one day, we could leave today, and I would be so totally satisfied, even though we got two more days to go. That's cool. 
um, it's just been such a great experience. And I mean, you know, they'll know how to host. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. So last question, where do you, if, if you thought where the business will be in like three to five years, have you thought that far out or have you just been kind of nose the grindstone trying to get the, the right bricks in place and the foundation? Yeah, I, I think, I think as far as purpose is concerned, once again, I would, I would really like to be somewhere around that eight to 10 mark. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, that's like, uh, uh, one of those, uh, uh, BHAG goals. Yeah. Stretch goals. Sure. Yeah. You know, you know, I would like it to be there. Yeah. But I think what's more important to me is how are we getting there if we do? Um, and what does that look like? Yeah. You know, not just aimlessly shooting for that. Yeah. How do we, how do we make it look right? How do we be efficient about it? Right. You know, cause I don't, I don't want to be there and then we're like at an 8% net, you know, it's like, sure. okay, well, why are we doing this? Absolutely. I would love to do that. I would love in the next five years, within the next five years to have a second location. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. So well, good. That's great stuff. Once yeah. I, this this was a lot of fun. I love your passion. I can tell how energized you are. Yeah. It makes it fun for me. So thank you for all your time and your openness and best of luck moving forward. I appreciate your time too. This has been great. So I'll have seen you around at Expo. Well, very good. Enjoy the rest of your, your Expo day number two. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. If so, please like and subscribe on YouTube. If you're on your favorite podcast player, please leave us a five-star review. The two seconds you take to leave a review will help other success-minded contractors like you find us and hopefully get a little bit better, which elevates our entire industry. And please join me for future episodes. This has been The Successful Contractor, powered by CertainPath. Support for this podcast comes from Minuteman Press to Pair. Minuteman Press to Pair is your preferred print, marketing, and direct mail service provider helping CertainPath members grow their business since 2001. Through their knowledge and experience with the programs, you'll receive a fast turnaround and satisfaction guarantee on price guides, inspection forms, club materials, and much more. In addition to specializing in your proprietary tools, Minuteman Press to Pair also provides custom design services, templates, and a wide range of promotional items to help you market your residential business. Like you, they're committed to your success. Minuteman Press to Pair is the only Minuteman location affiliated with the Certain Path Partner Network, providing member rebates and discounts. Contact Denise today for more information at 877-203-4769, extension 301. The Successful Contractor Podcast is part of the Certain Path family. Certain Path builds successful home service businesses and has for 23 years. We do it by providing contractors with a proven path to success, professional coaching, software solutions, and a member community of over 1,000 contractors just like you. Doubling your sales with a 20% net profit and an inspiring company culture is all possible. Let us show you the way. With Certain Path, success is made certain. Visit www.mycertainpath.com for more information.